Yes, we are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toladano. John Wall doesn't need no introduction. It's an insider's look at the NBA and culture surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick of the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The I Am Rappaport Stereo, Stereo Podcast, Podcast. Live. Live. You're down with Rappaport. Yes, I am. 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 You better tune in, IamRappaport.com. Because every single podcast, you know he drops bombs. I seen him on set, a seasoned vet with true talent. Catch him on his way to CrossFit, rocking the new balance. He asked me to do the track, because he know I rhyme elite. But I'm just waiting for the Robert De Niro line of the week. Breakfast of champions, toasted bagel, cream cheese, and locks. This is I Am Rappaport, the show never stops. We might catch him out in public, stretching his knees. But if you don't listen to the show, yo, wiggle, please. Wiggle, please. I am. Podcast. This is the I Am Rapport Podcast. I'm here with my sidekick, G Monetti. What's your name? G Monetti. I saw this photograph, and, 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 and I said this before also. I don't want Hollywood apologizing or explaining themselves about these hacked emails. Stacy Pascal, she's the co chairman of Sony Studios. Listen, my advice to you is to tell everybody to fucking fuck off. You, sh- you don't have to explain yourself for your private emails and your private stuff. If people are offended, you deal with that privately. But as far as apologizing, Sony, your shit was hacked. It was stolen. I support you 100%. Don't apologize. Don't explain shit. What people say in the privacy of their own shit is the privacy of their own of their own shit. It's it's fucked up that it got out there. Don't apologize. And and I would hope that Angelina Jolie doesn't feel offended by that either. Because I'm sure what the actors, I'll tell you this for a fact, what the actors say about 
the studio people is way worse than what the studio people say about the actors. Do you I'm understand? Not, I'm not fucking uh, uh, privy to what was said about Angela Jolie. What is it? Was was there anything about her? It was something to the effect of Angelina Jolie being spoiled or something like this. This is this is a private email. Right. That's what she said. Yo, did she say something about them black kids? What? You know, the black kids should be fucking uh, uh, adopting this shit. Like, they uh, uh, the accoutrements. Huh. No. No, she didn't say anything about oh, the black see, kids. Oh, see, I want to get into that shit. What do you want to get into? You in Hollywood, right? Yeah. Been, how, how long? You've been making movies. Your first movie, Zebrahead, right? Yeah, I'm in Hollywood since 90... I think you were 19. I, I went out there in 89, actually. And uh, I'm seeing a lot of these, these cats... Uh, Adopting black kids. Yes. As if they were Gucci bags. <laughs> Yo, wait a minute. What, what, what do you mean? Like, what's, what's wrong with that? They're adopting, they're adopting kids. When you go on the red carpet, right, and you want to outdo everybody, you don't put a dress on. You get a black kid. <laughs> that way you fucking one-up everybody. Oh, fuck. And I find that appalling. Why is that? Because you got white kids in Slovenia and all those war-tone countries in fucking uh, Europe. You, they need help, too. You coming out here... And you adopting black kids and you putting them in the world that they have no idea. What if they want to go to Freaknik? What if they want to go to these black things? You got you you don't even know about this shit. I don't like it. I don't like it. What about I can't um, adopt I can't adopt a white motherfucker though. You can? I can't. They're gonna turn my ass down. Oh, you Gerald. Gerald Me. is Gerald is a black man. Yes, sir. You got to articulate that sometimes because new listeners. Just a lot like- of motherfuckers don't know. All right. Check this out. Black American, Brooklyn, New York, Brownsville, Ike Tyson type shit. All right. Go ahead, rap. Huh. Oh, that's who you. That's your that's your that's background. Me. That's your pedigree. That's me. OK, so you think this is this is now this is an organic conversation that we're having here. I like this. You think that if you tried to adopt a white girl. You would have trouble. Yeah. Considering, let's say, let's assume all your paperwork. Let's assume out. I'm a star. Let's assume you're a, a, a Will success, Smith. You're Will Smith. Non-threatening black male. Yes. Would they give me Laura Ingalls? Would you want Laura Ingalls if you were adopting a kid? You, be honest, I'm straight up. If you were adopting a kid, Gerald. Would you go, you know, what? Like, would you naturally think of, or would you think of the kid or the situation? Like, what would you think of? Be like, yo, you know what, Gerald, you, everybody must adopt the kid. Would you, what would you, as a black man, or you just as Gerald? And a black man. Gerald, the black man. <laughs> yes, sir. Who would you go to adopt? I would go get the kid from uh, 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 Slovenia. A white kid? Yes. Why is if that? If I'm a star. No, you're Gerald. No, I want to be a star, motherfucker. I want to be a star. <laughs> okay, you, so you, because Angela Jolie ain't Angela Jolie. She's a star. She's a star. She would never adopt no Negroes if she wasn't a star. 
Oh, you're saying she's only adopting accoutrements. What about Madonna? She has some accoutrements. You go to the red carpet, you got that black baby on your arm. You one up everybody. Do you think it that, ain't a dress? It's now, a, it's <laughs> articulate the, the hair care for, 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 little, for little girls. See, that's another thing. Break that down. So, Angela Jolie, how you getting that little girl hair together? <laughs> Who you going to? Brad Pitt don't know shit. <laughs> About braiding little girl's hair? Brad Pitt don't know shit. About what? About Black people's hair. You don't know about black people's hair. So how are you going to get that braided with the beads in it? How are you going to do it? Where are you going to go? Where do you know to go? Crenshaw? South Central? Have you ever been there? No. See? That's the problem. See? And you change them all around. And they don't know shit about themselves. See? It's terrible. I ain't with it. This is the I Am Rappaport podcast, and we're discussing adoption of white children to black parents and black children to white parents. Obviously, adopting any kid is a great, great thing. It depends on your intentions. If you a star, why the hell are you just going for black children? You can't get no white motherfuckers out there. You can't get no little white babies. They fucked up in Slovenia. And what's that other? Oh, they fucked up all over. Why are you only going after the black babies? <laughs> it's a cutrement. It's like a pocketbook. The little. Because you competing with somebody else. So if they got a dress, a dress can't compete with a black child. That's good. That's good. That's really good. Right or wrong? I know. I understand what you're saying. You, if if you got a red dress and I come out there with a fucking black baby, right? TMZ gonna be like, "Yo, this motherfucker done, done did everything." See. But speaking of TMZ, we were talking the other day about TMZ photographers, TMZ photographers, and 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 we, I was thinking, TMZ needs to hire. Needs to hire gangster disciples, which are as photographers. People, let's say you got some gangster disciples that are in jail and they looking to fucking uh, 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 turn their lives around. Why not, why, why not set up a program so where they could be your photographer? And, and the benefit of TMZ hiring photographers that could fuck shit up is that you're never going to get turned down again. You're never going to get jumped by a star again. Kanye ain't rushing them. Nobody's rushing them guys. So TMZ, we're saying, and it'd be good for the community. It's good for the brand. You're helping out of jail people that are looking to turn your job or turn their lives around. You give them a camera <laughs> and you say, go fucking chase Kim all the Kardashian. stars. All the stars. And then where, where, where what you got? We got no fucking uh uh, 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 uniform. Wear your pants down. We're going to give you the camera and teach you how to do it. But wear what you got on. And you think that'll be the end of the, the, the stars stepping to the paparazzi? Yo, they'll, they'll try to rush them, and then they'll turn around and be like, oh, shit. Wear them curlers. Like, you know, in L.A., they have the curlers in their oh, hair. Like, so you're saying, like, straight-up criminals, like, and they're working for the TMZ. But 
Exactly. And TMZ is going to have no problems getting footage anymore ever exactly. again. Because they are, are, they, they, they're, they're great at photography because you have taught them. But they look the same. <laughs> and they can fuck shit up. And they take time life quality pictures. Right. And they're just out of prison. And you have no fucking problem with them being in jail and them getting rushed and them getting knocked out. Who who's getting knocked out? The, the the photographers that you had prior to the Black Peace Stone Rangers. Who the fuck is that? I think that's a gang. Oh, you're gonna have them be the photographers. Yeah. Anybody who gets out, anybody who can fuck shit up, and who wants to change and say, "Yo, I'm I'm I, I ain't with all this shit." Do you think Kanye would go after some rough looking photographers? No. Do you think Sean Penn would go after some thuggish, ruggish th- photographers? If Sean Penn turned around and saw a motherfucker with curlers in his hair (laughs) photographing him with his pants at his knees (laughs) I would think he would think twice right before running you're gonna give that fucking interview yeah you're gonna give that little anecdote when you're leaving the dentist's office you're gonna say anything to get that guy away from you (laughs) right (laughs) That's a yo. Know, I think it's a good fucking idea. I think it'd be it's good for TMZ. They're helping folks out. Another thing I wanted to get into. Oh shit, Latrell Sprewell. Oh, what about him? Where is he? <laughs> I think Latrell Sprewell is back in Milwaukee. Apparently, he's broke. Oh fuck. Apparently, Latrell Sprewell is broke. Now let's examine. Now, now how could this man be possibly broke? Yo, he had a max contract for the Knicks, right? And they paid him. Yes. You live in fucking Milwaukee. Cost of living is cheap. You can buy a mansion in Milwaukee for $500,000. Right. If I have a max contract, that means I make $100 million. What Why to- isn't that house paid for? They took the fucking house. <laughs> Why isn't that house paid for? You can pay that shit in a fucking week. Why isn't it paid? I don't know, man. Latrell Sprewell was a great Nick. He was beloved in New York. We love him. We love the braids. Yeah. Uh, Trail, come, come on, on the show. Come on the show and explain yourself because I don't want to. I don't tell me that maybe your mom, Dukes, her friends, everybody they fucked was, up the money. They fucked up the money. Latrell, but explain yeah, you know what, you yourself. An open invitation to come to the to the I Am Rapport show. Please. You could come on here. You could talk about choking out PJ Carlissimo. You could talk about. Oh, I could tell you why he did that. Why did he do that? PJ, if, for those who don't remember, in, in the mid-90s, PJ Carlissimo. Was, was it a, the mid-90s? We don't check facts. It could be. could have been in the no, 80s. No, 80s. He coached Seton Hall. No, but I'm saying in the 90s, he was coaching the Golden State Warriors. Yep. He was a, a college coach, a former college coach, and he's in the pros, and he had an old-school way of coaching. He was like a screamer. You know what he was? What? He was a no-good slave master. Oh, shit. He you think fucking he was- yelled at people like they were shit. And what happened? One You're yelling day, at grown men who get paid more than you. Mm. And Latrell got fed up. So, Latrell, come on the show and tell us 
what happened. Because no one knows that story. No one knows why you choked the fucking shit out of PJ Carlos. You ran at him and you were ready to fuck him up. No, he why were you ready to him, fuck him up? He put his fucking hands on his throat. Exactly. But afterwards, after he choked him, they couldn't hold him back. He wanted to get more. Yeah, come on the show and explain yourself. You're a Nick, and this is a Nick broadcast. This is a Nick broadcast. <laughs> That's right. You're a Nick. Come back to New York, Spree. We Dude, love you'll you. find business in New York. You, there's, there's enough, you have enough fans in New York City to co- or go to Golden State. Get the fuck out of Milwaukee. Come to New York. Let me advise you on a few things. People love you in New York. We there's love money Spree. to be made in New York, Spree. Yep. Trust me. He just has to fucking uh, uh, explain himself. All you got to do is explain yourself. Yo, you know what, Spree? Fuck the, fuck the podcast. We could do the 30 for 30. Anytime, Latrell Spree, well, anytime you want to do the 30 for 30, you know that you, know that you have carte blanche. That, that is a story that is, is, uh, is dying to be told, and people would be excited to hear you talk. And I'm not saying this just about the P.J. Carlissimo. You are a heavily influential basketball player. Allen Iverson credits you as being his favorite player. Like, yo, I'm not just talking about choking out PJ, but of course, that's something that we're going to have to get to. And? And how the fuck did you wind up losing your house in Milwaukee? And I say this with all due respect. Right. We need to know that. We're talking shit because you're not here, and we're kind of talking like making light of it. Obviously, we're not, I wouldn't, I'm not making light of it. I am kind of making light of it because you're not here. I wouldn't do that in front of you because you do have a reputation for getting busy. And he played. I wouldn't talk greasy to Latrell Spiro because oh, you know can. why? He 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 choked the fucking coach out. So the way I'm talking now, Gerald, I got to be honest. If we if I was in front of Latrell, I'd be a little bit I'd be a little bit more cautious what I'm saying because he doesn't play that shit. And he proved that he doesn't play that shit. And he he would be a great. Yes, because he played with my man, Jamal Faulkner. Yes. And, yo, Latrell Sprewell is very, 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 very a great spokesman for the New York Knicks. He, he, he was, you know, he was savvy with the media. He was very honest with the media. He was very, um, you know, he, I fuck with you, Latrell. You're a great Nick. You were a great player, heavily influential to other players. And, you know... I don't like how your career ended, and I don't like that you lost your crib in Milwaukee. And Latrell Spiro, you now have an open invitation along with the father of the daughter who is trying to sue them in New Jersey. And, and, and who, who we, we suggested, instead of suing your father and your mother, who you don't speak to, go strip. Go strip to pay for your college education. Didn't we say that? Yes, sir. Go, 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 go get on that pole. Get on, get on that pole and pay for yourself. Yeah, don't sue your parents and not speak to them. Right. I'm you, on the parent side. You sue your parents and either the people who gave you life. They you're, wiped your ass. You're a sh- you're 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 a piece of shit and you should be on the pole. I'll give you a dollar. Mm. I don't I don't like that girl. And maybe there's more to the story. We don't fact check here. No, no. We take everything at face value. Associated Press? Associated Press. That they, they, they fucking give us our news. Yeah, that's how we get it. Anyway, this is the I Am Rapport Podcast. We'll be right back after this minute. Damn, that's a, that right there is some shit. So, that's some good shit right there. That's a fucking nice, funky ass. That's some funky shit right there, G. Yo. I the like o- that. The organ is something. 
Listen, I want to ask you guys a question. I, I, I've talked about this. It's been a through line. Two of the through lines of the I Am Rappaport podcast are my loaf or people dropping out their loaf in general. Mm-hmm. That's a staple of the show. Yes, sir. Another staple of the show that something that I like to discuss are big asses. Word. And, and, and I say this with all due respect, okay? I, 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 this is not, I want this, this show to be friendly for men and women, women and men, all of it. I like big butts, and I cannot lie. <laughs> these, Sir, other, a lot. these other brothers, they can't deny. Seattle. I, I prefer big asses. And <clears throat> I said on an episode before you uh, joined us, Gerald, yes. that Kim Kardashian won probably the big ass contest of all time. And it's ironic because she's like the Larry Bird of asses. She's like the fucking Chris Mullen of asses or the I, Dirk Nivet. You, you get what I'm saying? This is a white girl. I have to disagree with you, my friend. Okay. Why? You can see ass like that on a train. Subway, Chicago, New York. And uh, she put shit in her ass to get it like that. Ooh, I didn't know that. Do you think that that's not her real ass? Because if that's not her real ass, she immediately... Gets taken off my list because I've never felt a, a, a fake ass, and I I honestly don't want to because the times in my life where I have felt fake breasts on women, ninety nine point nine percent of the time I did not know they had fake breasts until <laughs> I felt them, and and how it feel? It's alarmingly. Hard, right? And unnatural. Right. And I have felt the best ones that you could get. And the skin. And you feel and you can tell. Artificial. That it's fake immediately. Yeah. And and it's shocking because. God don't make shit like that. Because if I had a, a fake loaf. Right. If I had a fake dick or a dick attachment. It would feel different. So if a, if I was to take out my loaf. They on might. a woman, and, and, and then she's like, wow, that looks good. Because the fake breasts, if they're done well, they'll look good. But once you really see them from all the different angles, you see, I don't care, you're always going to tell that they don't look natural. Because right. even the nicest of the nice, natural, big breasts, they have flaws. That's a good point that you just so made. So if I had a fake dick, and, and a girl was like, you know, we were, we were you know, I don't want to be too vulgar. And she 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 touched my, my my fake my fake dick. How would she know that it was fake? Because the same way I would know that, that the, the, the breasts fake. are fake. You know immediately. Have you ever touched fake breasts, Gerald? Yes I, or no? I, I think so. What do you mean you think so? No. I mean, what, shit fell hard. I mean, wait, wait, you wait, wait. To feel soft ass shit. <sighs> I, I, <laughs> you have you or have you ever not? Felt fake tits because I have. Felt, I think so. Okay, you think so, but I have know for sure that I have felt fake breasts, and they are. That's, they don't make me comfortable. That's what I'm saying. Okay, and 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 once I touch them once, I never touch them again. So you're saying, wait, what do you mean? I'm saying I've been with women that I've been with uh, intimately more than once, and once I feel that you have fake breasts, I will not touch them again. Do you understand what I'm saying? 
Why that, will you not touch them? Because they're because harder they, than usual. Because they're harder than usual. They don't feel normal. Right. They, you're, you're, I feel like the woman is probably always conscious that I am touching a fake breast, and I know I am always conscious that I am touching a fake breast. So, 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 so the point being is, why can't I get a fake dick? Right. Is that okay? I would think because it would be harder than usual. <laughs> 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 right, if you're gonna grab it, right? Nah, yo, it's harder than it's 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 fake. It's a fake dick, right? So you touching fake tits, Ugh. and it's harder than I like usual. Them. I don't like. So them. if you're gonna touch a fake cock, it okay. gotta. I mean, a fake loaf. It gotta be <laughs> harder one, than good one. It gotta be harder than usual. So you get amped. You get more prop. Nah, man. They're going to know it's fake. And once you know... Well, the point of the conversation wasn't supposed to be about fake tits or fake loaves. The point of the conversation was originally about fake asses. Asses. Which is a whole new phenomenon. Yeah, let's and, get and, and And we initially were talking about Kim Kardashian and her world-famous ass. And Gerald is saying that if you go on the subway... Like the six train. Remember Jim, two Jennifer? Two train. The two train. To go up to the Bronx and go through Brooklyn. You can see an ass like that every five seconds. Mm. You know? Mm-mm-mm. And these motherfuckers is getting all gassed up over this chick. Mm-hmm. Yo. Just fucking ride the train. Go Chicago, to a Go to Chicago. Go to fucking a... Uh, this All you woman- do is go to Dagostino's. In New York City, if you go to a supermarket <laughs> called Dagostino's or... Pioneer. Pioneer. Fine fair. If you want to see Met food. If you want to see <laughs> some of the best asses in New York City, go to, the, f- go to those supermarkets. Boy, yo. And Ooh. you will see. This is a tip. If you like to see beautiful women with nice asses, fat asses, but mm. I say fat meaning good, like Russell Run DMC said. Bad meaning bad, not bad meaning good. Fat asses, man. Fat, fat asses, asses meaning fat asses meaning fat asses meaning good. Good, good. Go to fucking... Shapely. Shapely, nice. In New York City, guarantee you, this is where you go. D'Agostino's. Fine fare. Met food. Pioneer... Uh, Stu Leonard's, Yonkers. These are all <laughs> grocery stores in New York City. They're not like Whole Foods, and they're not like Trader Joe's. They are local supermarkets that are in New York City. That would be where you see the where you see them Kim Kardashian type ass, but you don't see it. You see the original ass, and you see the real ass, right? Where you be like turning. Yo, we need to sponsor a Miss. Fat ass of New York City. Miss Pioneer. Miss Pioneer. Hell yeah. A supermarket ass contest. The wow. I Am Rappaport is looking for sponsors to, to do the supermarket ass contest. And, you, yeah. and it's going to be totally dignified and respectful. Yep. And we're going to give away some money to some of these girls. And we're going to do some other shit. That's a good idea. And everybody would love to see it. Ooh. They would love to see yeah. it. Because so, God gives them the masses. So, and it's for us. Yeah. To to look, why else you got to ask to look like that? Man, that's a good right? point. Why else do you got to ask that's shaped like that? So I can turn around. Yeah, there's no other reason why God would, he wants right. you to look at the ass. Right. He's not doing, he's not putting those asses on the planet 
for them not to be looked at. Right. Just like it, a beautiful sky should be looked at. Right, exactly. That's or a why beautiful it's shaped, painting should be looked at. That's why it's shaped like that. Or a beautiful car, or a beautiful piece of art, or a beautiful building, a beautiful piece of architecture. A fat ass. So why not highlight it? Why not? Just, in a contest. But you know why they can't highlight? Hi, hi, oh, we're going to highlight in the contest. Yeah, we're going to do our shit. Of we're going to do our shit. But they have to hide them on the street because guys like us. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's too much. It's too much. Yeah, too you much. can't walk around with that yeah. ass. Because you just fucking look at it and you be like, damn, word. All you say is word. <laughs> like in your mind, you just be like, word. <laughs> you fucking... <laughs> So like, you, like wait, we don't wait. get on no Bill Cosby type shit. No, no, no. I'm just looking at it like it's like, like it's, it's like a, art, art. I'm not, I'm not a, a fucking animal. I might say God bless you. That's all I might say is like if you have a really nice ass at this point in my life at 44, I'm gonna be honest. I will bless a woman. I will say she'll walk by, what and I, I would say, say, and I say, God bless you. And what I would say was like I just admiring God's design. You would say that? I'm just, I, I kicked it to a chick like that. You said what? She said, why are you looking at me at my ass like that? I said, I'm just admiring God's design. Because you ain't make it. You ain't make that ass like that. God made that. Mm. Right? And he made it for me. <laughs> <laughs> you specifically? G. Modetti. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Get that funky music, brother. Oh, shit. That was funny, man. Yo, that's it. We're going to sponsor that contest. This is the I Am Rappaport podcast. This is the I Am Rappaport stereo podcast. And... Isn't it nice in here? It's neat in here, right? It's very clean and very clean. I nice keep a, smell. I keep a clean environment. You uh, used to be a slob. Yeah, you used to be a fucking slob, and now you're like a clean guy too. It was fucking for you. You called me one time. You don't remember this? <laughs> I got a fucking refresher memory. <laughs> I was staying at your house on a twentieth Street, I think. Twentieth Street, First Avenue. 18th Street, one of those. You said, Gerald, you're a fucking pig. <laughs> and I looked around. <laughs> and I had clothes everywhere. Oh, and I said, I am. I am. You said, Gerald, you're a fucking pig. <laughs> and it was that... That made me change my whole shit oh, up, shit, son. Man, give me Word of mother. Thanks. Yo, yo. Wait, you wait. are responsible. Then thank you, thank you. I appreciate. It. I never knew that because you that, one of the neatest motherfuckers ever. Thank you. A lot of people don't know that about yeah, me. Yeah. People assume because I have a messy way of presenting myself. Although I'm not dirty, I, I shower once at least twice a day. But there's just something about. My disposition that when people come to my home, they're like, oh, shit. They expect it to be like a fucking zoo haven. You made me look at myself. And and, and this what year was this? 91, 92. No. 
Cause you 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 no listen. no no 90, later it had to be 95. later 95, 96. Yep. Was, was I there or was I not there? You fucking looked at me you dead were... in my fucking eyes. You said, "Yo, Gerald, you're a fucking pig." <laughs> now coming from you, you know what I'm saying? Like, like yo, I've known you for a long time, so I took that shit to heart. And I looked in the mirror. I said, "Yo, this motherfucker is right. See, so yeah. I'm a fucking piece of shit." <laughs> Why else would he be saying that? Yeah, man. He used to be sloppy as fuck, yeah, man. I don't change yeah. that, though. I remember there was a girl you told me about. You Ooh. said she you'd go into her house, and it was like almost... She, she was so disgustingly messy that it was almost sexy. Yeah, yo. I went to her crib, and it was fucking like uh, a train station. <laughs> <laughs> like like newspapers in the corner. Get the fuck out of here. Fucking shit thrown everywhere. But, you know, she was sexy. Mm. So you take, you look at all that shit and you just get hype. Right? I'm, you see that? I'm that, sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You look at all the, the dirt and the trash in the apartment and you sit, you get hype off of that? Yeah, because this woman... Looked good. She looked good, but she she lived like a like a fucking giraffe. <laughs> she lived like a giraffe, but <laughs> but but it don't matter. So that was part at that, of at that time because you fucked up too, right? Like yeah, you're not in your right mind, right? You're looking at homegirl like yo, it don't matter. Like oh, she raw like that. <laughs> so you're saying that because. She was more messy, and like the environment was filthy, and then, and she was she was like a sexual being. Mm. It just was like some freak off craziness, right? Like 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 you're a rocket, and you'll overlook. That's no, you don't overlook it. It's part of what's making it. it, it yeah, yeah. It's part so, of the session. It's part of the session. Damn, that's that's exotic. I have to tell you that I think that probably most people haven't experienced that. <laughs> <laughs> And 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 secondly, there's some that are probably going. Yeah, I, I know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, hell yeah, yes. But but I would have to say the majority of men steer clear of those kinds of broads. You seem to. It depends on if you how, how fucked up you you are in your head. Yeah, if he's you not drink saying it, when you're saying fucked up. You're not meaning. Oh, you're saying you're drinking. Do you have to get your head your head? But the first time you went over to this 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 dump, you didn't know it was going to be like that. Why didn't you just run out then? You see, when you fucked up and you're drinking, everything is good. Oh, okay. You know, so you see him homegirl and homegirl, you you like, yo, some shit going to jump off. Right. Right. Fuck the hamper. Fuck that. Like, fuck the clothes all over the floor. You see, fuck the toilet overflowing. Yo, the, her toilet was overflowed? Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. You close the door. You know, you fucked up. You're not in your right mind. You go, you go nads, right? <laughs> your go nads is on fire. Wow, this well, is back in the days. You see, so what? It's part of life. Yeah, I, I right? get it. That's you get you... a bum ass bitch every now and again. <laughs> oh man, uh-huh. he he just referred to a woman as a bum ass bitch. These are not the feelings, thoughts, or views of the I Am Rappaport podcast. But you know what I want? What? What? I want to bag one of them um 
them uh, the the women that wear them burkas. <laughs> the Muslim women? Yeah, I tried to bag one on the train. You saw one? Yeah. And what'd you say to her? Yo, it's hard, sir. It's hard. <laughs> did you did you get any conversation? Nah. What did you say to her? I said, Allah Wakbar. <laughs> God is great. You said that to the lady? Yeah. And she said what? She fucking walked away. But you know what? If you can get one of them, you ain't got no problems. You know why? No fucking problems. Because <laughs> they fucking know their place. <laughs> so you're saying... Like she got her eye... like. Her eyes are the only thing that's fucking open. Right. She's there just for you. Right. Right? Just, and you can bring her on. But there's no guarantees. There's no guarantees because once she loses the burqa. How's she going to lose that? Well, you're going to have it, keep her, keep it? What if what she cheating? I got 10 wives. She just won. Oh, you mean if you were one of those guys? Yeah. N- not you yourself. Yo, if I could have 10 of them. They don't wear no Gucci shit. Right. It's cheap. It's fucking cloth. Right. That's Just buy good. fucking a hundred of them shits. Right. You could buy you could you could keep her nice. And it's like a dollar. Right. Yo, I would love I tried to bag on the train. I tried. And she said, she, she like, got, this is American nothing. motherfucker. This is a, a Negro. Right. This ain't this ain't a Muslim. This right. is a fucking American Negro. But you said a la Wakbar. And she she was on that bullshit. She wasn't going for it. Yeah. This is uh, Michael Rappaport and... G. Monetti. We are getting ready to sign off. It's been a good episode. Hope to talk to you and hear from you and your responses and thoughts soon. I am Rappaport Podcast.